1: Welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Father Greg it's the rector of William Cathedral, and co-host, Mark Teresi. Good morning. Executive You're he- director of the Cathedral. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Good. You're healing well. Healing well, but I thought you had a great comment this morning. Um, folks, Mark Teresi is kind enough because I'm recovering from a hip replacement, which was a complete success, but I'm dealing with some swelling of foot in the foot and the calf. He drove me here, even though it's two blocks because of the ice and snow. And Mark said, hey, Greg, if you were to be, if we would be walking here, and you fell, all I could do is put cones around you." <laughs> I thought that's well. I'll, I'll go run get help. I put cones around you. That's a pretty funny comment. So, it, uh, how much snow fell by you, Mark, around your house? Oh, I think.
2: It Close to a foot, I'm sure. 10, 12 inches. And I'd say
1: about 10 inches around the cathedral. And uh, it was, it was with the weather people uh, again right on target this week, last week. And uh, our phone number 312 255 8408. 312 255 8408. And back by popular demand, a regular guest on our program, Catholic Chicago, Dr. Edward Gordon, who is an historian, who is a researcher. Author, writer, public speaker, seminar director, giver of hundreds of talks, um, author of many, many books. Elector. Elector at the Cathedral, uh, Minister of Care when the hospitals were open. So Dr. Edward Gordon, welcome to the program this morning. How are you, Edward?
0: Well, I'm fine, and you look good on TV with the Cardinal. It
1: was great to be back for the first time after almost a month, and uh, the Cardinal was funny with his comment that have were never lower, and I thought He to myself, said they plummeted. They plummeted, and now they're back <laughs> up again. So uh, Cardinals, he's got a great sense of humor. How is Elaine doing, your beautiful wife?
0: Well, uh, she's the one that keeps me wound up so I can do all those things you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Keep, keeps you going. Now, I need a vacation. <laughs> as you right, you,
1: you need a vacation. Edward, the question we always have asked regarding COVID mm-hmm. is, here it is on February 1, 2020. 21, which, By the way, 10 years ago today right. was the famous blizzard that dumped 21 inches of snow and closed Lakeshore Drive. So we remember where we I were 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it, with the whole COVID-19 situation, Edward, what inning are we in right now?
0: I would say we're in the sixth
1: inning. Okay. Because we've gone from the second to the fourth, now maybe the top of the sixth inning. So, that's, uh, so we are stepping in the right direction. Oh, we
0: are certainly making progress. You know, the infection rate for the city of Chicago now is down to 6.5%, which is great. And for the entire state, it's 3.9%. Wonderful. All right.
1: Now, let so me ask you, before I step... That, that, that's com- very good. Now, Edward, okay. coming out of uh, Christmas and New Year's, everyone's expecting a tremendous, tremendous spike in numbers mm-hmm. it really in Chicago did not happen
0: no it, it happened in different hot spots around the country but luckily not here and I think the reason it did not happen here is because more people took the precautions that we've been talking about from the very beginning of this plague people are wearing masks they're socially distancing uh, they, uh many people did not have large family gatherings for Christmas or for New Year's after Thanksgiving, where we saw that big surge. But remember, we have still now had for over 400,000 people, 439,000 people have died more than in the Second World War from death in by our servicemen. So this is still a major international health disaster that is rolling across the world. So no. we have
1: 439,000 who
2: have died in
0: the United States. Wow.
2: So Ed, we were fortunate my wife and I were fortunate enough to sign up and had our first COVID shot. We have another one coming up in three we actually on Ash Wednesday yes. is our second. I had no hesitation neither did my wife about seeing this as a positive move toward um, you know, toward healing. Yes. Yeah, but I've talked to s- many people who have trepidation about yes. having the vaccine. Can you address that at all? Yes.
0: Okay. Well, there are many reasons why people don't want to get vaccinated. Some of them are religious some of them are just uh, uh, personal reasons. People are afraid of the needle. I remember when I was a child, I was deathly afraid of getting shots. Mm-hmm. All right? Some people have religious reasons.
1: Now, what are some of the religious reasons, Edward?
0: Uh, well, there are individuals who uh, are against all kinds of medicine, mm-hmm. all kinds of inter- medical interventions. They believe in natural uh, products, and anything that is artificial in nature, uh, they uh, object to, all right? Okay. Uh, and then there are other folks that feel that this is a conspiracy by the drug companies to make money. Uh, there are other people that feel that vaccines in general are unsafe, and they cause a lot of death. Uh, so there are a whole basket of reasons. And uh, the truth is, uh, first of all, The vaccines are carefully tested now more than ever. There was in the 1970s an instance where there was a flu epidemic and a vaccine was brought out and about 450 people caught a rare syndrome that was a neurological disorder. This is in 1976. However, that was corrected and approximately one additional case of this syndrome for every 100,000 people who caught the swine flu resulted. And that was mainly for people who got the uh, syndrome before they were vaccinated. Now, since the AIDS virus and many of the other large uh, pandemics that have occurred within the last 10 years to 15 years so much medical research has been done worldwide on these pandemic syndromes that we that we're we're experiencing now that we know a great deal more about vaccination and how to prepare for it and how to test these vaccines all right so Right now, I can tell you, I've had my first shot, so as my wife, about 4% of the people in the state of Illinois have already received their first dosage.
1: Hi, Edward, did you have any side effects? No. Related? Yeah, no. no. Can
2: I tell you? No. Most no, no. people
0: no. will get side effects after their second. Uh, if they're going to get side effects, it would be after their second dose. And okay. that could be a, yeah. a slight swelling or redness where the shot was given. Now, there are individuals who have extreme allergy reactions, all right? And that's something they need to talk to their doctor about.
2: Exactly. Women
0: I, who are pregnant right now, uh, they should, again, consult a physician whether or not they should get a shot.
2: Be very careful. All right? Before uh, we take a little break, I want to share just a short little funny story. So we went for our vaccines. My wife and I went together, very organized. People were so nice. I mean, I was floored by how organized and how nice people were. So we get home, and I said to my wife, do you have any, are you sore at all? She said, yeah, she said, my arm. And then later that evening, she said, yeah, my arm is still sore. I said, I feel nothing. I have no soreness at all, she said. Well, that's because you have no muscle there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. anyway take, let, take us to break there, take, Mark. Let's take a little break. kind of Murray's part. WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. on your dial, Catholic Chicago, with Dr. Ed Gordon, talking about the progress we've made. We're in the sixth inning of this uh, epidemic and uh, 312-255-8408. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation and talk about... The next month's what we have to look forward to. Please stay tuned.
3: Throughout our nation and our world, people of all faiths have recently been joining fervently in all kinds of prayer. They have found that coming together in prayer is a source of comfort and strength. In this spirit of unity, the Archdiocese of Chicago has introduced a call to prayer, a telephone line dedicated to prayer. If you would like to join with another person in prayer, call 312-741-3388. This line is staffed from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily with parishioners from across the Archdiocese of Chicago. These volunteers are here to listen to you, offer support, and pray with you. A call to prayer includes a 24-hour voicemail and email options as well. Experience this wonderful opportunity to join with people just like you who trust in the power of prayer. That phone number again is 312-741-3388. Let's pray together today.
4: Hello, I'm Cardinal Blaise Cupich. I got my COVID-19 vaccination and you should too. It took just a few seconds and was painless. The Food and Drug Administration determine the new vaccines are safe and effective. And the Holy See, as well as the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, has concluded getting the COVID-19 vaccine is an act of love of our neighbor and part of our more responsibility for the common good. We have lived with the pandemic for many months and I know we're all getting tired of it. Vaccination is one of the most important ways you can protect your health and the lives of those you love and help bring the pandemic under control. When it is your turn, I urge you to be vaccinated. And remember to do your part by wearing a mask, washing your hands, and watching your distance. Thank you, and God bless you all.
2: W 750 AM with Dr. Edward Gordon. We're talking about our progress we have made. We're in the sixth inning, and we are live streaming
1: with this the morning. With, we're socially distanced, live streaming,
2: exactly,
1: masks included.
2: And uh, and this is a question, a personal question to you, but then you can frame it in terms of what's going on here. So when are you going to be back with us in the studio?
0: When do, when do you think I it's going to happen? I don't think I'll ever return because I can sit here in my <laughs> office, and it's nice and warm. In your pajamas. You're going to come over and pick me up. <laughs> I could. In your pajamas. I and no, I, you lived, laid, no, plea plea I live coffee. five minutes away from where uh, d- two of you guys are sitting. Okay. though the coffee is better here. No, I'll take that. <laughs> Coffee's pretty good over here. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, you know, I'm anxious to come back and talk about something else besides this pandemic.
2: Right. But well, give people an idea, though. What would it take for us to be you being live back with in folks? studio and things to really start okay, opening well, up. Okay,
0: well, all right. Let's, let's talk about, you just heard that uh, commercial with the Cardinals saying mm-hmm. people should go out and get vaccinated. Right now, with the people that have been vaccinated, the death rate in our hospitals will fall, has fallen by 5 to 10% already. All right? Now, by the end of February, if people go out and get vaccinated, we should reduce death. By two-thirds, okay,
2: Wow, by the end of
0: March, we'll reduce it by two-thirds, all right? Now, by early March, hospital admissions could fall as much as 60%, and in ICUs, down by a third. But this requires people to get vaccinated and to continue to take the precautions Mm -hmm. that we're talking about. Now, you've heard a lot of news about all of these new mutations, all right? First of all, viruses mutate. This is what they do. The quicker you get vaccinated, the quicker we get herd immunity, it won't then have this big impact Mm -hmm. on whether or not you will get immunity from a variation. But the good news is, thus far, from what we see, the variants that have come out from uh, Britain and Brazil and South Africa. We still believe that the vaccines that are out there and are being developed will be effective, and they will continue with to study these uh, variants and modify the vaccines going forward. But the key is to get your vaccination and do it as soon as possible.
1: Now, Edward, how safe is the vaccine?
0: Well, I would say, uh, I know that when I asked my doctor that a long time ago, and he said, I'm not going to send you to get a vaccination until I've had it and my own family has had it. Then I'll tell you to go and get it. Well, he's told me to go and get it mm-hmm. uh, a long time ago with the two vaccine variants. I mean, the two va- the two vaccines available already in the United States. Mm-hmm. So I say to you that in most cases, the vaccine will be very effective. No vaccine is one hundred percent effective. The flu vaccine that I get every year is forty to sixty percent effective, which means I could still get the flu mm-hmm. if I don't take. Uh, normal precautions, all right? If I don't wash my hands, if I hang around a lot of people who are sick all the time, I may get the flu. Actually, because we're wearing masks, washing our hands more, the rate of illness from the typical flu is way down right now because of those precautions.
1: The masks right? and people washing. That's washing. right, a exactly. The qu- question right. I'm wearing that is, what places in the U.S. right now are incredible hotspots. Am I right you're saying still California, Arizona?
0: Well, that's right. You know, uh, as I think I have uh, told you in the past, my wife and I generally go out to the Palm Springs area in the winter, mm-hmm. all right? And here in Illinois right now, the uh, the rate of infection is about a third what it is in uh, the Palm Springs area or actually I should say more accurately in the Riverside County area which includes Palm Springs all right
1: is it because people are choosing not to wear masks correct public appearances correct. and getting yes. together that's
0: largely part that's largely it's not entirely that uh the other issue is we know that among populations that are service people they are more exposed to the virus than people who are not in service jobs. Mm -hmm. Uh, but even there, uh, many lower income people are, have huge families living with them with young and old. And again, it's the people over 70 and 80 who are most susceptible to death from this virus. All right. I want to emphasize that still to everyone. So, uh, Those are some of the reasons why there's variation. When you have people in social media constantly telling individuals not to take precautions, that this is a myth, that the vaccinations vaccinations, uh, are in some way a conspiracy, that there are all kinds of crazy things that vaccines are going to do to you that are not based on fact. They're not based on truth. There are, there have been a tremendous amount of lies perpetrated across the United States during this pandemic that has made the situation worse, far worse.
2: Well, let's do this. Let's take a little break. Call the radio timeout. WNDZ 750 AM Catholic Chicago 312-255-8408. We're talking to Dr. Edward Gordon. When we come back, Ed, I'm gonna ask you from a personal perspective, what are you looking forward to? When are you gonna connect back with your ministry? When are we gonna be filled at Cathedral? Your ideas about that and what we need to do to get to that point. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Please stay tuned.
0: Our veterans have served our country, and it is our privilege to serve them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Services and the Veterans Computer Project, call
3: 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219.
2: Hey, it's Timothy Johnston here from Liturgy Training Publications. Over the past few months, I'm sure you've found yourself at home more whether it's working from home or watching live stream Masses on Sunday mornings. As we begin adjusting to this at the beginning of the pandemic, one of the things I missed the most was gathering with friends at the parish. That's why we at LTP have created this new virtual gathering series called Living the Sunday Word. We meet virtually on Thursday evenings each week and reflect on the upcoming Sunday readings. And with that, we share stories to help us more fully reflect on the Word of God. I'm inviting each of you to join us, a group of friends meeting virtually from all parts of the country. So visit ltp.org for more information and to register. You won't want to miss this.
3: The cemetery ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 44 Archdiocese of Chicago Catholic Cemeteries willing to help you in your time of loss. Call 708-449-6100 or visit CatholicCemeteriesChicago.org. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837.
2: We're back. WNDZ 750 AM Catholic Chicago 312-255-8408. We're with Dr. Edward Gordon and before the break I had said I'm going to ask you what are you looking forward to? When are you going to be able to go back to the hospital and, uh, with that beautiful ministry and visit patients? When is the cathedral going to have be filled? What I mean what what are you what are you looking at in terms of the future?
0: We need herd immunity which means 80 to 85% of the population no longer has the antibodies in their system so they, they do not get the disease, all right? Now, it's going to take most of 2021 to roll out the vaccine to a critical mass of adults across the United States, because remember something, Even if you, once you get the vaccine, Mm -hmm. there is still a chance that you could contract the illness. It will be less severe, but it can still occur.
1: Now, time right right there, Edward, we heard it in the news, the congressman out east who got both shots and got COVID. Is that a perfect example?
0: That's an example of what I'm talking about.
1: Because the shot is, what, 95% effective?
0: Correct. Well, it's not as life-threatening because you have that. The older you are, the more threatening it is, all right? So when I get the flu shot in a normal season, could I still get the flu? Yes, I still could, but it won't be as as threatening. I have not had the flu in many, many years, I'm happy to say. I have sinus infections, but that has nothing to do with, that's not the flu, Mm -hmm. all right? So the question people keep asking me is, well, when are we going to go back to normal life like you just asked me, mm-hmm. Mark It's going to be a gradual process, and it's going to be driven by local communities and what the infection rates are. If people get the shot, still wear their mask, socially distance, etc., then things will gradually open up. Now, we've just seen that happen here in Chicago. Right. Now the restaurants have opened up inside, 25%. In Right now in Riverside uh, County, in Palm Springs, if you want to go to Sacred Heart Church for Mass, where I go, you have to go outside in a tent. Okay?
1: Now, for mm-hmm. Mass outside?
0: Right. Only outside. Nothing is allowed inside. Mm. So we're already ahead there. So, gradually, what you will see happen, that as the infection rates and, and hospitalizations and death rates fall, you will see a gradual return.
1: Now, do to, you think there will be, if with baseball this summer, people in the stands or, again, no fans?
0: Well, because it's outside, I think there's a greater chance, but there won't be as many people allowed in the park, and they probably will uh, you know, unless it's a family living together, they will space people out. So you know, For example, <laughs>
1: for the uh, Sunday Super Bowl
2: game. Uh, how many are they letting in? I
1: have no <laughs> capacity is uh, <laughs> capacity around 70,000. They're allowing 22,000 oh, right. in the game, of which I think one half or two thirds are first responders or uh, workers on the front lines for COVID. Right. They're, they're the guests of the NFL at Sunday Super Bowl game.
2: There aren't many that come to Sox Park anyway, are there? Ah!
0: <laughs> oh, no, that's not no, Mark. nice. That's no, not Mark. nice. Particularly when, program, when they have this stop yeah, picture program. like Father Greg to throw the ball to this the is
1: ball. My la- This is my last program, but it was nice. I'd like to thank Mark Teresi for being co-host <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, my dedicated
0: service. That really was a service. dagger. <laughs> that was a dagger. Well, <laughs> well, I want a Subway Series. What about you, Greg?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I would. Yeah, I think that no, would be that'd great. That would be a great idea. You it
1: know, we take people's mind
0: off this. It won't
1: happen in our lifetime.
0: So, what I'm saying to you, this will happen in our lifetime. I'd say by 2022, we will have unrestricted capacity in most parts of the United States. Wow. But folks listening to me today, the future is in your hands. If you want things to return to normal, get your vaccination and still continue to practice these safeguards so you don't get reinfected or you don't infect someone else that you love. Once we have reached herd immunity, believe me, community officials will announce it. They are very anxious to get people back into stores and restaurants and ball games and the symphony and museums, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Cetera, et cetera. They need the tax money. All right? And they want you to vote for them. They want you to feel they've handled this crisis very well. I have more confidence now than I have had since this pandemic began, that we can speed up this process with your cooperation and the cooperation of public officials across the entire United States. Don't ignore scientific reality. Don't rely upon social media lies that are not based on fact, but are based on various people's myths.
1: I have to I have to say this that we need to bring to a close. In all the times in the last year that you've been speaking about COVID nineteen, this is the most optimistic that Mark and I have heard you yes. on the program. In fact, a couple of times ago you were so not pessimistic, like realistic, but things were really bad and you reflected. But even in your voice today, I'm hearing for the first time an optimism that has not been with you on this program regarding covid because the numbers are going down so we need to bring the program to a close we want to thank in a very special way again dr edward gordon an outstanding guest who yes. really knows the covid19 information frontwards and backwards
0: you're very welcome thank you uh,
1: and mm-hmm. god thank bless you for being part of our program this morning also give our love to your wonderful wife elaine you're welcome we have a community here Catholic Chicago on 312-255-8408, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Father Greg Sackowitz, Mark Teresey, stay with us. Don't turn that dial, we'll be back after a few minutes.